Hi there, this is Elazar Bloom with Relationships Revisited. And before we get started today, I just want to make a request that if you are enjoying this podcast, please rate and review it. Um, it helps get the word out there, and I'd be grateful for that. Also, if you have any questions or comments, suggestions for future episodes, I'm open to that. And there is a comment page on my website at elazarbloom.com front slash rr for Relationships Revisited, and I plan to leave that link in the show notes. So today we're going to speak about relationship with oneself, with one's soul, the internal relationship. And the question I'm going to begin with is how do how does one know that they really matter? How does one have that sense of really counting? Um, some people call it self-esteem or feelings of self of self-worth. Before we answer that, a quick little anecdote from our rabbis, from the sages, where there was a, a rabbi who was with his students and they were discussing, at what point do you know that there is sufficient light to, de- to declare dawn? And one student suggested it is at the point where you can tell the difference between a dog and a sheep. The teacher did not accept that response. And another one piped up, another student piped up and said, I think it's the time when there's enough light to tell the difference between a fig tree and an olive tree. Again, the, the teacher, the rabbi shook his head. No. And he suggested the answer that he thought was the essence of when you know there's enough light to declare dawn. And he said that when you look at your friend, you look at him in the eyes, and as you look at your friend, you see yourself. In this week's Parsha, Moses, Moshe, is commanded by God to count the Jewish people, to conduct the census. And there's a bit of curiosity around this because why does God, the all-knowing, the omnipotent, no, omniscient, right? I think it's omniscient. Why does God, who knows everything, um, why does God need a count? It's clear how many Jews there are. And the answer that's given by Rashi, there's a bunch of different approaches to this, but Rashi, the main commentator on the Torah, on the five books of Moses, he responds and he says that this is mitoch chibatan lefanov, moneh otam kol sha'ah. He says, it's to display how precious the Jews are to him. Because they are so precious to him, he constantly, he regularly counts them. And just like noticing that, right? Counting a number, that's a strange way to express love and affection. Generally, we cherish others because of their qualities. It could be their appearance. It could be their kindness, their generosity, their sense of humor, their intelligence, their strength, their compassion, right? Things about them that draw out our hearts. What possible endearment can be expressed in a number? One, two, three, four, right? Being just a number seems to convey the very opposite of what it means to cherish cherish someone. 
So counterintuitively, but also brilliantly, what Rashi is teaching us here is that the aspect of us that Hashem cherishes, that God cherishes, cherishes, is the part of us that transcends our qualities. It's the part of our being which will remain even if we were to lose our attractive appearance, if we were to grow weak, and even if we were to get seduced by um, our selfish urges, even if we were cruel, right? to that extent, that, that the, the, both the wicked and the righteous, they share this essence. One, two, three, four. You can't lose it, and you can't enhance it. It is. It is what it is. I'm just thinking right now, and this is, you know, what the the Nazis tried to do to the Jewish people was just the opposite in terms of of um, diminishing them with a number that you are only as significant as a number. You are insignificant as because you're represented by a number, and this is this is just the opposite in that you are so significant that anything about you that can be described that you could be proud of that's not what that's not what draws me to you it is a fact that you are you and each jew inhabits another number one and then there's number 1742 and 7612 each one does occupy a space but each one is just one, right? They're just one. We all have that part equally. So what Hashem seems to be telling us here with this, and Rashi brings this out, is that the love and the love that he has for us, how much he cherishes us, is beyond any achievement, quality, or failure. It's a place of purity. In Yiddish, they call this the Pintaliyid. And that Pintaliyid is always present. It's always engaged in the relationship. And it is forever connected. And it is a wonderful thing if we can appreciate this about ourselves, that this is, that you know, like when you look at a newborn baby, that baby does not have to do anything. That baby is precious because he or she just is. And there is such a deep love for that infant. Not because of any specific quality. There's a preciousness there. And that we have with with Hashem. And hopefully we can internalize that sense of worth, that true sense of worth, um, and really connect to it within ourselves. So returning to our our uh, rabbinic discussion. The rabbi was teaching his students, when do you know that there's enough light? When do you know that you're seeing clearly? When you're able to look into the eyes of your fellow and see yourself. Thanks for joining me on Relationships Revisited. I look forward to seeing you, and well, not seeing you, but being with you in the space between.